Hi, this is Dion Bake from Butler Mortgage. We're currently ranked the number one mortgage brokerage in Ontario and number two in Canada. And much of our success is due to the fact that we help clients acquire multiple investment properties. If you'd like to talk with a mortgage advisor who specializes in investment property, you can reach me at 888-684-8326. To learn more about what's going on in the world of investment property financing, check out episode 23 of the Breakthrough Podcast, where I discuss the topic with Robin Sandy. Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast, episode 89. Hello and welcome to the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. We put this show together to inspire you and help you break through to the life that you want to live through the power of real estate investing. My name is Rob Brake, and here with me as usual again is Sandy McKay. Hey Sandy, how are you? Hey Rob, I'm awesome. How about yourself? Very, very good. I'm refreshed after that long weekend. Uh, yeah. I worked most of it, but I'm going to just say I was refreshed. So. Okay, great. Well, hopefully you took some time with the kids and, and family and whatnot. We did. We went to Wonderland, actually. We went to Canada's Wonderland. It was, it was excruciatingly busy, and we basically got on a couple rides when we first got there, and then all the laps were too long, and we just spent a bunch, bunch of money on games and then left. Get some funnel cakes or something like that, at least? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Junk food and, uh, and expensive like toys from the you know games that you can win yeah but uh it was all good what did you get up to on the weekend a lot of relaxing did a bit of a lot of kind of a staycation got some spring stuff organized and actually it was a bit of hard work lawn lawn like stuff around the house and whatnot felt productive no real <laughs> not really much real estate activity to be honest so that's good though you have to do that every now and then yeah. I get a little bit of crap sometimes because my wife says, how come you never do anything around here? Yeah. I'm like, well, because I'm working on real estate stuff. I guess that has to take a backseat sometimes, right? At some point. Yeah, for sure. Um, everyone listening should go over to our website, breakthroughreipodcast.ca. And there you can go and listen to all of the episodes that we have recorded so far. And you know, I think we still have that iTunes issue. Have you looked into that at all, Sandy? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blame getting, you if we haven't figured that out. We're in the past 50 still. So I think I've actually heard that might be an issue across the platform. But uh, we'll see what we can do about it for now. they got to go over to the website if they want to go back into the real archives. Um, past, uh, I guess, where we can see about 30. There's another extra 30 or so that they won't, won't see on iTunes. So they should go check those out from, from years ago now. Yeah, if you want to listen from the very beginning, you got to go to our website, Breakthrough REI Podcast. So if you're interested in um, just checking up or getting the, uh, the, the notes on one of our guests or leaving us some feedback or any of that kind of stuff, just click on the link for the guest that you would like to leave the uh, review on or comment on. And, and if you click on the link there, you will see all of their uh, contact information as well as a spot to leave us comments. So go over there and do that. It would be greatly appreciated. Well, what they else also, can they do while they're there? Yeah, they can also grab our, our free report there, the ultimate strategy for building wealth through real estate. And that's, uh, that's a report that's really uh, got some great feedback on, uh, some strategies on how to 
really build wealth faster through real estate. So go grab that. If you do that, you're also going to get on our list and get updated on when shows come out, get updated on some of your property tours that you do more than monthly now, right, Rob? You do them pretty often. And, yeah, we're uh, out there often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some other events and, and other great stuff we got happening around, uh, mostly around the GTA for now, but uh, some great opportunities to go out and, and network and get to know some other real estate investors in and around the area. So get on our list there and you won't miss out on anything. And I announced it last uh, episode, but I'm going to do it again so we can't let ourselves off the hook. We're going to do a live podcast sometime in the very near future. So if you go on there, you'll be able to see the info on that too. Uh, Cool. Okay. Uh, Everyone as well can go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review there. So right as of right now, we've got 233 reviews on iTunes. And I just have a couple here that I'm going to read since last time we did a show. So first one is from Canuck13. And he says, helpful five stars. This podcast is great. I have always been interested in real estate investing. Life is about asking questions, and this podcast was able to educate me. So I would like to personally, let me start that again. So I would be able to personally ask other professionals the correct questions to organize and expand my portfolio. One more is from Fligger, and he says, fun, educational, and easy to listen to, five stars. I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of years now and have thoroughly enjoyed every episode that I've listened to, which is pretty much all of them. The hosts, Rob and Sandy, are active real estate investors and have a fountain of firsthand knowledge, which they freely and passionately share with the listeners. They bring on some great guests covering all aspects of real estate investing and have great questions prepared that make it very informative for the listeners. My wife and I have been inspired and motivated by this podcast and have learned as much as we can possibly learn in the past year while figuring out our finances to make a down payment on our first investment property. Rob and Sandy, thank you. And that's from Brian. His real name is Brian. Cool. Yeah. So keep those coming, guys. Keep the uh, ratings and reviews and, the, uh, and all that stuff coming. We really do appreciate all of these. Right now we have 207 five-star reviews. So uh, people seem to like it, and we appreciate you guys letting us know what you think. Awesome. Anything else to get to, Rob? Do you have anything else to get to? Something you want to talk about? Nothing overly exciting. I think, uh, I think teasing the live <laughs> event is fun. We'll, we'll keep that as a, as a kind of cliffhanger there. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe next episode we'll have a, a good, real, actual uh, progress report for that. Well, if we take anything away from today's uh, guest, that'll be one of the things. Because I believe we're going to be held accountable to keep our word on that one now. Uh, today, we are very happy to have Marianne Gillespie with us. And Marianne will be talking about coaching and accountability whether you are an investor or a real estate agent, how this can help you move forward and take massive action. So thank you, Marianne, for coming on today with us. You're welcome. You are always so full of energy. (laughs) And I I mistakenly tried to match that at the beginning of this podcast. (laughs) And now I'm tired. Yeah, it takes, it's like a muscle. You have to keep working at it and working at it. And eventually it, it, it builds up. So it's natural to me now. Cool. And I, I got a, I got a really quick bio on Marianne to read through here. Uh, it's a long, long list of uh, accolades and everything. So I'll, I'll keep it brief, but uh, 
Marianne, at, at 23, is one of the youngest VPs of business development for a large firm, recognized by the Ottawa Citizen as a young businesswoman to watch. And Marianne eventually left that career, opened her own real estate business, one of the, was one of the top agents, uh, creating her own systems for success. And going beyond that, she's now started her own uh, coaching company, Red Apple Coaching, trains and coaches uh, many different areas uh, in relation to real estate and, and business, uh, over 300 plus clients, it uh, looks like for that, uh, for that business right now. So a lot of different people all over North America. Um, she is known for her ability to bring a record-breaking number of businesses to number one in their fields through her skills, drive, accountability, and passion. And she is launching a mentorship program, Girl Abundance. I'm sure we'll touch on that in, in the interview here. Uh, for those who can't afford coaching but hope to change more lives through giving back. Um, she's been published seven times now in Forbes, and she's exclusively invited to be on Forbes Coaches Network and speaks in front of over 17,000 people about building lives worth living and businesses worth owning. And coaching is Marianne's passion. She's an NLP practitioner, certified disc coach, EQ coach, John Maxwell coach, landmark trained Disney leadership, a uh, whole bunch of different, uh, different things there. And in her free time, she's, when she's not studying neurosciences, she runs marathons, surfs the world, surfs the world, spearfishes, I didn't know that, spearfishes, <laughs> and rescues puppy mill dogs, and will, will definitely finish her first Ironman in 2019. <laughs> right? Six weeks to be exact. Six weeks, and, I, and uh, I tell you, I'm excited for the Ironman. I'm going to be doing the Michigan, uh, Michigan one, so I'm very excited about that. And um, yeah, and we're actually, we have hit and surpassed the 500 clients right now. So we are... We're growing about uh, 200 clients almost every quarter. So it's been crazy growth. And um, I think one of the most important things that we like to focus in on is we've built organically. And that was a really big thing for, um, I, I wanted to just see how we could do organically building before we started investing into mass growth. So it was really good. So it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to do it. And, uh, and it's been excellent. And most of our clientele is, um, I would say right now in the coaching industry, we have a, we have a 97% success rate and a 96% retention rate, and which is literally unheard of in the coaching industry. So we're, we're always trying to raise the bar and we're always trying to really pay attention to our clients and see what they want. So it's been a heck of a journey and we're only just beginning, which is kind of exciting. Yay. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. And, and Marianne, where are you right now? So I'm actually in Ottawa. So I'm born and raised in Montreal, Quebec. I'm in Ottawa. So um, our head office is in Ottawa and we're 100% Canadian coaches and we're 100% Canadian made. So all of our employees, all of our uh, staffing, everything is Canadian. And that was really important to how we were building and how we were growing is to just really support the Canadians and support our country and uh, really pour in. We, we do take clients all over the world. However, we want to be 100% Canadian based. That's awesome. Are you and you, are you able to be sitting outside right now? Because I hear birds, lots of birds. <laughs> birds? Yeah. Yeah. birds? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm surprised. Now I know I have a great microphone. Um, no, we have all the windows open because this is the first time in uh, five and a half months that we've actually seen the sun. And we're going to, uh, we've had over 17 uh, feet of snow this year and massive flooding. So this is the first day in uh, five and a half months that we've been able to open the office windows and our office is backing onto a conservation land. So that was important to our coaching company is to have space that back onto something that we actually like to see. Um, so, so you're hearing the birds for the first time that we've heard them in five and a half months. Oh, that's amazing. And how did, did the flooding affect you guys a lot? 
Yeah, we had to, one of our personal properties flooded. So that was, um, uh, we just got news actually last night that in the, that insurance is actually covering it, which is great. We were very, I mean, blown away by it, but um, that was excellent. So insurance is covering it, which is fantastic. And that was one of my our investment properties got uh, damaged. And we had a couple of closings that were affected as well. So it's um, right now we're in, you know, the water is still high. And so and some of you who may be athletic know that this weekend is one of the biggest marathons in uh, the country and actually the United States as well. It's one of the top five marathons in the world. So um, we actually had to, our city had to reroute the marathon route because you can't cross the bridges. They're still overwhelmed with water and flooding. So it's, a right? yeah, it's pretty exciting, exciting stuff. Very good for the community to pull together and, and we've seen amazing relief efforts. So right now it's about recovery and rebuilding. Well, I can't even imagine what it was like to actually be there because I was watching it on TV, like, you know, some of the coverage on, on the flooding there and, and up in Barrie, even over towards us a little more. And it was just crazy. Um, you know, one of my places flooded here, but, and it rained a lot, but really we weren't hit anywhere near as hard as you guys were. So. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the combination of 17 feet of snow this year, nonstop snow, and then all of it melting at the same time as you're having rainstorms. And it's, it was just too much for, for the damming and the flooding, like it's just too much for us. And, you know, we're surrounded in the east and the west of the city, we're surrounded by water. And um, it's a privilege to be around water in our city. However, it's also, <laughs> this is the first time that we've seen it, you know, really consistently every two years, they're predicting now that this could happen. So, so there's going to be some really interesting changes to the infrastructure, I would assume. Mm, does that mean they're predicting 17 feet of snow every two years? <laughs> Apparently, Apparently they are. However, if you live in Ottawa, you you know what? You love the snow or you are living in the wrong city. That's well, it. listen, <clears throat> we should rewind a little bit. And um, let's start off, Marianne, by you tell, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and growing up. Yeah. So, I mean, you have, you have a lot of my bio there. I think a lot of the, the biggest thing with me is um, just a little bit of my background is that I've really, I've experienced quite a bit in a short period of time, which really has coaching, you know, running a real estate team and running a real estate business. It was fairly easy for me. It was great. I was mentored by some of the best in the business. I've had a coach in real estate since two years before I entered into the business, I hired one of the best coaches, Howard Brinton, and, um, and he has since passed away. However, I believed in, I knew that there was something, you know, in business, you should always have support. So I hired a coach two years before I entered into the business. I never have not had a coach for uh, right now. I currently have five coaches and uh, that work with me directly. And uh, I believe in it that much. I invest over, I'd say about $160,000 a year in coaching for myself. That's how much I believe in it. Um, and I think for me, I've just realized a long time ago, I've had a very, very difficult life in the, you know, I had a great family. My, my family had passed away when I was young. So I was under 17 years old. I was homeless because of that for about a good year. Um, I had no home and, uh, and that was very difficult when you have certain tragedies like that. I am a cancer survivor as well. So I have had several, several roadblocks happening well before I was even 30 years old. And, uh, and, that, and, you know, that's really given me a perspective to, to really understand that people are capable of going one of two ways in business and in your personal life. You can, 
you can look at things in abundance or you can look at things in scarcity mode. And so I've really spent my entire life surrounding myself with people who think in abundance and I've seen the impact that that has. And that's really what's geared me more into, you know, pursuing my passion, which is building a coaching company. And really for me, it's exciting because, you know, all of our 500 clients that we have, it doesn't matter what their business looks like or anything like that. We personally really care. We really, really care about people because we know that the impact a great coach or uh, somebody who really believes in you and giving people the right tools to succeed, how important that is. So I've been really lucky in, in my life to be surrounded by people like that. And I have really seen what the other side looks like. So it's been a really, it's been a great experience. So I'm a tough cookie. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome. And uh, yeah, you were saying, you were saying what, 96%, 97% retention rate. I was just thinking about it looking back. You know, we're, <laughs> you're, you've been coaching me in one way or shape or another for five years. Yeah, almost, but, almost five years, almost five years, almost five years, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We're going on five years. And it, it's funny because I was telling, um, just your story, Sandy, you know, is quite fascinating. And I was saying, you know, I've known Sandy since he was a buyer agent on the team. And just that first, I will, I will never forget that conversation that you had with me where you're saying that you were going to go out on your own. And I remember just thinking, wow, this is like, this is a journey. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> and what you've created has been you know, it's, it's literally talked about in the industry all across Canada, people talking about what you've actually built, how the right thinking in your world and the right mindset you have in your abundance mindset, where it's taking you. And it's fascinating to see that. And it's things like that when we look back and we hear people talk about where you are today and going, man, like everybody looks at where you are today, like the tip of an iceberg. And then when we go back, I'm going, you know, you, you've done way more like than anybody can ever see because the road of where you got to, to get to today, your first hire, your first venture, your first sales, your, your <laughs> dislike of lead generation, but you know, but how fast you wanted to leverage that out and how that got you to where you were. So, I mean, your growth has been one of the most coolest journeys to watch and you're literally only beginning. However, it's, it's fascinating your journey. So yeah, it's been excellent to see. And your team loves you, which, which is a great sign of a good leader as well. Well, thanks. That's good. That's, yeah. uh, that, uh, that's, uh, I don't, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have never heard and heard about many of those things you just mentioned. So that's, that's cool. Um, <laughs> they haven't because you never they, talk about it. No, I know. You know? I know. <laughs> well, we focus a lot on our investment stuff, right? And then I, I, I keep the realtor side out a little bit, the ins and outs yeah, of it. Um, that's but, true. But it, uh, it, is a, it is a crazy wild uh, business and, and it's fun to be a part of. And, Obviously, the investing and everything ties right into it because we do a lot of that amongst our team and work a lot of those clients and we, ourselves, along with a lot of our team members, do a lot of investing. So um, a lot of that is, is, uh, is, is thanks in part to Marianne and her, and her team for helping us out with that. We love you guys. So it's awesome. It's good. It's really good. And it inspires us too. Like, you know, you have to remember too, as a coach, when we look at our coaching clients, one of the reasons why, I mean, I just literally referred my cousin to your team and, um, and my cousin is, <laughs> I, I do not want to lose this member of my family. And, um, and he's a, a great cousin of mine. And I refer him to your team and it, the service and the expertise and what he got and how happy they are right now. And that purchase just happened. I mean, that's, that's a lot of testament to how much we believe in you because at the end of the day, we can refer them to anybody, but we chose your team. And that was really important to us that they ended up uh, purchasing the experience that they had start to finish and getting the email and having the conversation with my cousins afterwards and hearing what they said um, about your team 
that was, it affirmed why we're in business with you guys, but it also affirmed why we trust you guys. And that's, that's really important to us. So bravo, like amazing, awesome. amazing experience that, that we heard feedback on. So we were very happy. So now we're working on another referral. So it's good. <laughs> we're we, were just, we were just with them last night, actually. We, we, were at, at, we had an event and they came out and we, uh, we <laughs> talked with them a bit and, and they're going to uh, try to figure out how to do the next one. So that is yeah. awesome. And you know what? Yeah, this yeah, these are great people. And, and, you know, and again, when, when, as a coach, when I can trust and refer people out and know that that's the feedback I get, that's what I look for. So that is amazing. Bravo. Very happy to, to, to hear all this. This is very good. So yeah. awesome. So Marianne, why do you feel coaching then is, is so important to success? Obviously we all believe in it here, but what, what's so important about it? I think the, the biggest thing about coaching, in my opinion, is that um, it's, it's important to success because of accountability. So if you, if you look at anything, like for example, if you, you take it into investment world, if you take it into real estate world, if you take it into fitness world, accountability is where the top producers perform. You know, they perform best. Nobody gets to the top without some form of accountability. And I think with coaching, one of the biggest things is that accountability. We'll go into our sweet spot all the time and we won't, you know, we have these goals and we have these great things in our head and these ambitions. And we hear these voices that say, do something. But if you don't have somebody that can get you out of that comfort zone because it's really easy to stay there, then you know what? It's very, you know, that's where coaching comes in. That's where the value comes in. And sometimes, you know, some of our biggest coaching clients that we have, they're producing, you know, 10, $20 million a year in revenue, GCI and whatnot. They don't need a coach um, for accountability. They may need a coach just to say, here's what I'm going through as a business owner, you know, or I'm having a really hard time with my team. You know, I just need somebody to bounce ideas off of. So it's having that coach who's, who's your biggest champion and their number one role is, is to hold you accountable to building that vision that's in your head. And to, it's a long, being an entrepreneur is a very lonely journey sometimes. And, um, and having that person by your side that you can trust that, that is there for you and you know that they will give you the honest opinions and the honest accountability and they're not going to let you play small, that's, that's where coaching comes in. And that's how important it is to success. Absolutely. <laughs> I would agree. There you go. I don't know what else to say to it. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think any Rob, any uh, comments on that one? <laughs> well, look, you know, I, I agree. Accountability is really the, the most. Rob loves accountability, right? The most, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, <laughs> love it. it. It really is the only way that you get there though. You know, I mean, especially for me, if you think about the gym thing, that's, well, Aunt Marianne can talk about the business side of things too. But uh, when you think about the gym thing, for me, if I'm not in a group of people where I, where I can see that they're, you know, expecting something of me that you can't just not do. If you go to a class, you can't just not do it because you're tired or whatever. They keep pushing you to keep going. Right. Whereas if I was at home, I could just do what I felt like doing. And then, you know, I'll be like, Oh, I'm done. I do like 13 arm curls and that's good enough. I can you know, feel good about myself. Or if you have the accountability, I just think it does push you to another level. Well, it sure does. And if it, you know, even if it comes down to buying your first investment property, if you're, you know, you can use my cousin as a great example. They, you know, they ran around for, I don't know, six months to eight months, you know, just thinking, should I, should I, should I, should I like for the property? And you know what it was, you know, even when you hire an investment, you know, I, I like to look at sales reps on investment teams as kind of like their coaching clients. They really are. And mm -hmm. so a lot of the time, you know, that accountability within, 
weeks, you know, somebody was holding them accountable going, okay, let's break down what you're looking for. Let's, let's hold you accountable to getting into what you want. And now they're going to be held accountable because somebody actually is, is putting that time into working with them, holding them accountable to it. So everybody needs it. Let's just put it. And that's why it's important to success in every area. Great. And can you explain to us then the beyond accountability, what's the, what's the mindset that, that anyone needs to, um, to grow their business in the portfolio, whether that be investments or, or, or business, what kind of mindset do they need for that? Yeah, so, so it goes back into the, um, the abundance versus scarcity mindset. So I was doing a presentation a couple weeks ago about scarcity versus abundance mindset. And a great example is um, if you have a mindset that's scarcity, like let's, let's hypothetically say you drive by a Starbucks. And I hear this all the time. So if you're driving by a Starbucks and somebody says, you know, I'd really like a Starbucks, but man, like that coffee, like it's going to cost me four bucks or whatever the case is. I could just easily go to so-and-so place like Timmy's and get one for a buck 80. Um, but let's say the quality of a Starbucks is really great and you really want that Starbucks or you really want that latte with, you know, the special double pump of this or sugar-free that, whatever the case is. So let's say you really want the Starbucks, but you're holding yourself back because the words that keep coming through your head are, it's so expensive. It's going to be like six bucks, five bucks, seven bucks, who knows? Like nowadays at Starbucks can be anything. Um, but the truth is, is like, if that's your mindset and you want to get into, let's say real estate investing, and you're, and you're, you've got to have an abundance mindset in real estate investing. You have to and in business in general. If you, if you're an entrepreneur in any aspect and you want bigger things, you can't hold yourself back and you got to watch your mindset in every area because it's transferable. So if I'm thinking the Starbucks coffee is too small or too expensive and I'm looking and I'm not buying one because I'm going, Oh man, that's too expensive. I don't want to spend, you know, six bucks on a, on a drink, but yet I want to be a multimillionaire real estate investment investor well that's you know it's gonna hold you back because your scarcity mindset for the coffee will transfer itself over into your other areas it's all transferable so if you're thinking to yourself you know what yeah it's a six dollar coffee and I deserve it and I'm thinking abundance and I'm not worried about that I'm gonna treat myself to that then that's gonna line you up for a stronger mindset in other areas and you've got to consistently watch that mindset and I hear it all the time in coaching where it, you know, you've got to really, really go there. If you're hiring your first assistant or if you're, you know, if you're getting into your first investment property and you're a little worried about this or that, always ask yourself, is this an abundance mindset or is this a scarcity mindset? The more you live in scarcity, which is not spending, holding back on your costs, really getting worried about stuff, <clears throat> scarcity. You got to go into abundance mindset and say, listen, I'm, I'm fearless. I'm taking risks. I'm not going to have those voices in my head that tell me that something, a six dollar coffee is too much. And it's funny because in the room that I was speaking in, I asked the whole room, I said, how many of you think that, you know, Starbucks is expensive? And about 80% of the room lifted their hand. And I said, and how many of you don't buy a Starbucks coffee? Cause you're like, no, I'm not paying the six, $7. 80% of the room lifted their hand. And I said, and how many of you want to be millionaire real estate investors? And a hundred percent of the room lifted their hand. And I said, how are you going to do that? How are you ever going to feel comfortable, you know, spending the money up front and putting that down payment down and really what's involved in that if you're holding yourself back? So, and the room kind of got it. They were like, that makes a lot of sense. And I said, yeah, always watch out for that. Be very careful that you're not living in a scarcity mindset and ask yourself, just pause and always say, scarcity, abundance, which mindset am I living in right now? If you want to go on that big vacation that you've always wanted to go on, 
but yet you're sitting there going, well, it's going to cost $5,000 or $6,000. I'm going to find a vacation for $1,000. That's scarcity versus abundance. Figure out a way to live your life and take the chance and go on that vacation you've always wanted. Train your brain to live in abundance and you'll have abundance show up. So there you go. Yeah, and it does two things. It also helps you, first of all, work into that accountability because automatically if you take that mindset of the abundance mindset and you do start, I mean, there, a lot of people listening to this, especially if they haven't worked into that kind of mindset yet, they're going to be like, well, that's easy for you to say. You have the money to go on. Like they're going to just make an excuse, right? But it is, it's a shift in the way that you think to start off. And, and there's got to be some aspect of reality based in that. It's not like you're going to go, well, I deserve a Porsche. I'm going to go buy a Porsche when, you know, you can't then look after your family properly or whatever it is. But, there, you know, there's levels to this. And it does start out with the accountability because right away, if you go, you know what, I deserve Starbucks every day because, I, I, because I'm going to work hard and I'm going to deserve it and I'm going to make the money to be able to justify doing this. And that's the accountability side of it, starting up right away, so. Absolutely, absolutely, and you just gotta watch out, Rob. Like, you've gotta watch out all the time because it's the small choices that will hold you back. So yeah, if you can't afford a Porsche, you shouldn't be even looking at a Porsche. Um, however, if you are making small, like just listen to that voice in your head that always talks about scarcity versus abundance, scarcity versus abundance. And it's like, and that's what I'm talking about is just those small little voices in your head that hold you back can be, they can really impact your bigger decisions down the line. And some people may have grown up in an environment where um, scarcity is something that they were trained from their parents, their family, you know, you know, maybe you, they were always taught that it, the most important thing was to pay down your principal house and that was, that was success to them. That, that could very well be something that you're carrying on through your life now. So it's about looking really at the big picture and then looking at all the small things and saying, look, am I living in abundance or am I living in scarcity? And you know what? And being responsible at the same time is very, very important, yes. <laughs> One of our biggest fears as landlords is if our property gets vandalized by our tenants. Only select few insurance companies even cover vandalism by tenants. Rob, have you ever had a property be vandalized? <laughs> no, luckily I haven't had that happen yet, no. Well, before you do, we recommend you and our listeners to contact a former guest on our show from episode 57 on the insurance guy. He specializes in insuring rental properties and has packages available designed to cover landlords. He's helped many of our listeners not only secure a great insurance policy, he also sits down to analyze your entire property portfolio to help you streamline your policies and identify any gaps in the coverage, helping you save time and money. You can reach on at theinsurers.ca. Let them know Rob and Sandy sent you. Marianne, how does someone then build a habit of that abundance mindset? Yeah, it's, uh, well, you buy a Porsche. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that's what you do. Now you find a friend with a Porsche. That's what you do. Um, you know, the habit of consistent growth, really, it has a lot to do with the people you hang out with. And I know we've heard this a lot. Um, it has to do with definitely your circle. I had this conversation with um, one, of my, one of my favorite coaching clients recently 
who uh, noticed that they were kind of, they were stagnant. Their growth was getting a little bit stagnant. And I said, well, let's take a look at your circle. And we looked at this person's circle and I said, well, did you ever notice this? I said, your circle are all people that are under you. Like there, there's not a lot of people in your circle that are achieving much higher levels than you are. And I said, that is a big factor. And so the individual, I said, listen, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to, you know, get you to just, you know, reach out to a few people. Here's some people to reach out to increase your growth and in that increase your circle. So long story short, that's what they ended up doing. And um, very soon that individual started going to the next level. You basically don't want to be the biggest fish in the smallest pond. And you just don't want to be that person. So I would, I would say to keep in consistent growth in that mindset is surround yourself. If you want to get into, you know, if you want to have 20 doors, um, let's say in the next three years, then go find the people who have 20 plus doors right now and start integrating yourself into their circle. Start interviewing them. Start listening to podcasts like yours and start, start expanding your knowledge and your growth level and start associating with those people. Had, um, when I was uh, homeless, I mean, I, sure, I certainly didn't hang out with homeless people. I mean, that, that wasn't really, that wasn't going to get me to where I needed to get to. I had to work really hard to surround myself by a bigger circle. Um, when I was with uh, Keller Williams, you know what? My circle was Gary Keller. So that, that was a mindset. It's very hard to go backwards and hang around with people who don't have a mindset that big after you've hung around with people that big. So if you're always hanging around with people who are more successful and have the growth that you want to achieve, and then you switch that circle, bring that circle up, keep building that circle greater, and you'll have consistent growth. So very important to not get comfortable with your circle. Marianne, can you talk slower so I can write all this down, please? <laughs> Actually, if you want a really good tip, if you're listening to this podcast, download otter.ai on your phone. It's artificial intelligence, and it's free for the first 600 minutes, and then it's dirt cheap after that. I think it's 10 bucks a month. And you literally just put otter.ai on, and it will transcribe this entire podcast for you on your phone, and then you're done. <laughs> that is a good tip. Thank you. You I didn't know that. That's, that's awesome. I didn't even, I haven't heard of that. Oh yeah. I just, I went to a whole conference last week. I was speaking at it and I wanted to uh, retain everything in the conference because it was very rare to get inside the doors of this uh, company. So I put on otter.ai and I literally have the entire conference transcribed uh, and I didn't have to take one note. So it was fantastic. Good tip. Very valuable. <laughs> Thank you. Why do you think people should look at coaching as an investment then versus just like an out-of-pocket cost? Um, I think also because if you're looking, a cost is something that has no return. So like in my opinion, if you're paying for a shirt, the shirt may look good or that's great, you know, fantastic. If you're paying, if you're investing in something, you're going to get a return. And the return is a mutual agreement. So it's between the person, the coaching, if you're coaching somebody, the return is based on the agent that's being coached and the coach itself. So it's an investment. If you're using that time and that knowledge and that information at the highest level, you're going to see a return. So it is a return on your income. In most cases, coaching is very affordable and it's literally results in one transaction a year and it's paid for itself. That is a heck of a good investment in my opinion. If you're looking at it as a cost, you are looking at it as no responsibility on your end to actually be like, I'm investing in myself. And when you're investing in yourself, that is the number one best growth that you can do. Um, people who invest in themselves 
investing in themselves, our growth-oriented mindset, they're generally going to take your business further, they're going to take themselves further, and they're going to see value. I, um, anybody who talks coaching as a cost, um, that always worries me. We probably wouldn't take them as clients in general, uh, simply because at some point, markets shift. At some point, um, they may get irresponsible with their spending, and if they see coaching as a cost, it'll be one of the first things to go. So if you look at it as an investment, then you're really going to look at it and you're going to go, I am choosing to invest in myself, which means I am responsible for pouring into the coaching and I'm responsible for listening to my coach and I am responsible to, to make sure I get a return on what's being invested into me. So I firmly believe that. And, and if you really look at a great example is, um, I was sharing this on stage last year. So one of the things I was talking about is if you look at the average uh, NFL team. Um, they have um, one coach for every about two to three players. So they have one coach for every two to three players. When they win the Super Bowl, so if a team wins the Super Bowl, you would think that they would be like, okay, we don't need more coaches, we're doing great. They always, the pattern of history shows that a Super Bowl team adds on one to two more coaches every time they win a Super Bowl. So they don't, they add more coaching. So it's an investment in their players. So it just shows you the trend is that the top teams that win in, in sports, which sporting analogies can be used very much in business, you look at that, their investment into their players is a direct correlation to who wins the Super Bowl. And then when they win the Super Bowl, they keep reinvesting into that. You look at Tom Brady. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of his. However, I do think you look at him as a great example of how many coaches he has and how much he invests in, in his own personal growth. There's a very good reason why at his age, he is outperforming everybody, hands down. So he invests in himself. And he knows that in order to get the highest return on that investment, he plays a very critical role in his contribution to it. Mm -hmm. I, so I really, really love all of this info that we're getting. And, and I mean, I think that it's going to be very critical for a lot of new people listening to this episode. They're going to, I think, experience a little bit of that shift just by listening to this. I think so. You, you have to invest in yourself. If you're not willing to do that, and if you're not willing to invest in your team, yourself, and everybody around you, then you have to question whether or not you have a growth mindset. And if you expect to, like I said earlier, if you expect to get from A to B and you're building something really spectacular, or if you really want everything you've got um, planned to have, you have to realize that you're going to have to grow your mind. And if you invest in that, you're going to see a return. You will. Um, so it's as simple as that. You invest in yourself and your mindset growth, and then it correlates also with the abundance mindset. So that's, that's what we usually see typically in our ideal coaching clients. We usually see a very strong investment in themselves or their team or whatever the case is, and then we see that that translates to growth mindset. And we generally can see if somebody doesn't have a growth mindset in an organization, we generally, the results are, I would say, about 60% less than the people with the growth mindset who invest in coaching in themselves. That's a huge number. And we've even seen it with clientele that, um, you know, that maybe they're like, okay, you know what, we're going to just, we're going to take a year or two off or whatever the case is. We see it. It takes a while, but we see it usually within 12 months, we'll see that their numbers will drop significantly. And then we go, yeah, you know, something's changed. So simple, very simple. Yeah. Marion, for someone that's uh, newer maybe out there and they're, they're, you know, maybe want to be an investor or want to get more involved in real estate, yet they're having that, mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get faced with that, that challenge in their minds. Do I, how do I get 
this, how do they shift their mind then to, okay, I gotta, I gotta be abundant. I gotta think abundantly yet oh, I can't afford to. And I, it's, it's that never kind of devil versus, you know, I got the one shoulder, the they're saying, you just gotta invest, get a coach maybe and get, get that accountability yet they're limited in funds or trying to figure out how to just, you know, pay the rent or their mortgage next, next week or next month. How do they, how do they shift that and make, is it environment being around the right environment, maybe going to different events and meeting people that are already there or how do they shift that? Yeah. I think like, you know, are you speaking from a, a, an agent perspective or an investor's perspective? I, I would say both probably, probably, probably investor. Okay. If I was an investor, I would definitely, um, couple things I would kind of do with what I did with my uh, cousins. I aligned them with you guys. And the reason why I did that is because you know what, you're a team full of people who are very much growth mindset. I know that personally. And then also, you know, they're going to be held that like, they're almost like getting coached by your team. So that that's, essentially one of the most important things to me is that they're not transactional based. Like, you know, they weren't just going to your team for transactional based. They were going to your team for coaching and advice. So that all works well. So for those type of people, you need to find the teams and the organizations like yours, like Rob's, where you guys are seriously committed. It's almost like you offer a level of coaching within your organization. And I love that. That's exactly why I would refer to you guys. Like it, it only makes sense. So they're getting a whole gamut. You're not just transactional based. So I would stay away from transactional based um, teams and organizations. And I would focus more on teams like yours and like Rob's where you guys are very concerned about coaching and making sure that the right decisions and the right mindsets are happening. So as an investor, that's what I would do. Where to find, find you guys, very obvious. They're going to have to network in the same events that you guys are at. So they need to go there. And then that doesn't really cost them anything. It's really just surrounded by having the right guidance from you guys and your team members. So that's personally how I would do it. And, and then I would set a goal and say, okay, when I, you know, when I start to get X, Y, Z, can I hire some of these guys or some of the people in your organization to take them to that level, to keep, to continually give them some, you know, coaching, training and development. Can they go to some of your courses? Can they go on some of your tours? Can they get that education? There is so much free stuff out there for investors right now. Um, but the most important trend that we're seeing is teams like both of yours, where you guys are literally becoming um, I don't want to say coaches, but you're becoming mentors and mentors is exactly what, what investors need right now who can't afford to, to hire coaches. Mm -hmm. That's my awesome. thought. Yep. Well, that's what my cousin got. So, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, we, I think we agree. Um, what kind of coaching do you offer then? You offer a few different versions of it. Can you share a little bit about what kind of coaching offerings you have? Yeah, so we offer a lot of different coaching right now. So um, we're expanding dramatically. We've actually just started. Uh, so we do the one-on-one -on -one coaching, which is great. We do team coaching, which is awesome. We have scripting coaching, which is very important to people who are in business is to learn uh, scripts. And that's our scripting tribe, which is just blown through the roofs. Our scripting is very customized, so you don't hear it out there. We do that and the scripting tribe is just awesome. And we've barely been able to keep up with the amount of people registering. So it's been kind of a little crazy. We um, offer John Maxwell coaching. So we do leadership coaching since that's my certification as well. 
Um, we've branched into uh, NLP coaching as well, which is one-on-one, um, where we work on mindset coaching. Very important as well. And we have a lot of coaches who are certified in NLP like myself. And so sometimes people need to bring us on board in the organizations for, you know, three, four months to work with certain leaders in the, in the teams and the companies that we work with to just get them through some mindset issues that they may be, you know, holding themselves back on, like the scarcity and abundance thinking. Um, we have a lot of different programs that we're launching out. Um, we have some very exciting programs that are coming out in the summertime. So we're doing a Navy SEAL um, coaching program, which is going to be super fun. And we're taking that into the business world uh, where it's going to be high, high, high accountability. And it's going to be for those people who um, you have a few on your team who are going to be very, very pushing to that next level who want that accountability. And we're going to group them together. We have a lot of different things like that, that we're working on. We're going to be doing a recruiting coaching as well. So about six or seven new programs are all being launched by the end of the summer. So it's going to be fantastic. So we're very excited about this. <laughs> it's crazy, but it's, it's exciting. Very exciting. And uh, Marion, can you just say what NLP stands for? Yeah, it's neuro linguistic neuro linguistic programming. And so really what neuro linguistic programming is, it's about taking a lot of the reasons why we don't succeed, and we've incorporated this in our coaching since day one, is that um, if you can think of whatever you want to build, um, whatever it is, as big as your brain can think, the income you want to have, the amount of investment properties you want, whatever exists in your brain, you actually have everything you need to put it together and build it. It's your brain cannot think of something that is not already possible for you to create. So if you think you can actually have 75 doors and that's in your head right now and you're going, yeah, you know what? I, I think I can do, you know, 75. Why is that number here? I don't even have one. That tells you that you actually have everything up until this point in your life is telling you, you can do that. Okay. The difference is with NLP coaching is we bridge the gap. We get you started. We bridge the gap and we let you connect with it. So you really understand that it's possible. We just need to connect all the neurotransmitters in your brain to allow you to have that, that connection that says, I'm thinking this, which means I can build it. You can't think of things. I never, ever, ever have thought I could be a doctor, ever. Why? Because I'm terrified mm -hmm. of blood. I don't like broken bones. I don't like anything. I literally do not like anything medical related. So that thought never has occurred to me. However, being a litigations lawyer, that has actually crossed my mind. Could I do it? Absolutely. Hands down. I could do it. Um, however, I'm not going to pursue it. But if, if it's in your brain and you have that, that thought or that ambition or that motivation, you can actually get to it. It's not that hard to do. You just neuro-linguistic programming is taking, <clears throat> taking everything that you can program with and allowing everything to connect. And that's how we work with you. Awesome. Marianne, I want, I want to move to Panama and, and have the means to uh, support myself there. Well, you'd be about the third coaching client that's done that. So, <laughs> so, so it's not possible. And if you want it and you can see it and that's what you truly have in your head, then you can put it together. It's not hard to do. So, I didn't just pull that out of my, uh, out of the air either. I've been thinking about that for quite some time now. Yeah. And you're thinking that the reason why you're thinking that and nobody else is thinking about that is because it's actually possible and everything you have can take you there. So it's a possibility. It's just, do you want it? So that's how we would work with you. So, how would you suggest that one should go about choosing the right coach then? I think like choosing the right coach is, you know, it's really about the right coaching client. So everybody, everybody is coachable. You know, the only people that I would say, you know, shouldn't maybe get into coaching is if you don't have a growth mindset and if you're not willing to be pushed out of your comfort zone. 
So, so to be truthful, you do not want a coach that's going to just tell you everything you want to hear. You want a coach that's going to get you out of your comfort zone consistently. So long time ago, I was told I was too tough as a coach and I never, ever listened to that. And the truth is, is that you have to be willing to lose your clients in order. You have to be willing to say, listen, if you're not willing to do this, we're not going to work together. You know, simple as that. And as long as they know that, and that's part of the relationship you have, you'll have a good relationship with that coach. But if your coach is not willing to tell you the truth and to risk pushing you to that point where you are really uncomfortable and you're really held accountable, then, then, you know, then you have a coach that's a friend and we, we are not friends with any of our coaching clients. We love our coaching clients deeply and we can certainly hang out with them socially. We, we just took a coaching client to see a pink concert because they hit 200 units in the first quarter. So, you know what, we're able to do that. However, we were also able to have a coaching call with that individual today and really come down hard and say, okay, you had a good first quarter and we had a lot of fun this weekend. However, this is business. Let's go. And so there is an element of uncomfortableness. So you should be very uncomfortable with your coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. So well, I think I a lot that... of our I think a lot of our listeners are are, are needing that and and probably maybe so, sort of wanting that, but sort of scared by it. Mm -hmm. and, um, I think a lot of people are nervous by that. What, what do you say to someone who's super nervous about jumping in on that, but really knows that they need it? How do they, how do they jump over that edge? How do they jump over that? You have to tell them that, you know what, just do it. Like the, the biggest point of success, like I'm doing an Ironman in six weeks. I can't swim very well. I'm doing an Ironman that has one of the historically the hardest swims. Um, that was not planned either. That was a mistake. I signed up for the wrong one. But anyway, um, the, point, the point is that I, you know, in six weeks, I'm going to be pushed out of my comfort zone. I am, I am leaning into it. If you, if you don't lean into being uncomfortable, if you resist it, you are staying in complacency. There, you are going to regret it. There is a great book out there called The Seven Regrets of the Dying. If you ever want to Google it and read the PDF on it, it's fantastic. You will eventually regret not pushing yourself to your full capabilities. It may not be today. It may, not, it may be a year from now. But until you get to that point where you embrace being uncomfortable, and Sandy, you're a great example of somebody who has done that consistently, then you have to understand there is going to be failure. There's going to be upsetness. There's going to be uh, exhaustion. There's going to be so many things. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be upset. There's going to be so many different emotions that you're going to go through. However, success lays on the other side of that. You, are, you, you have to look at some of the best people in the world who are flying to the moon or to Mars or to all these other amazing places, and you look at them and you go, they're challenging status quo. They are not comfortable. So if you want to get to the top and you want a bigger business or you want more, you have to embrace being uncomfortable. It's not, it's not a bad thing if you want to live in complacency or comfort. That's okay, too. Not everybody has to you know, push themselves over the edge. However, if I was building a key organization and want the best of the best, then I would surround myself with people who embrace being uncomfortable and understand that there's a lot of things attached with that. And the more you learn to accept being uncomfortable, the more you're letting somebody push you and see where you can really truly go. Um, those are the best coaches. Those are the best teachers. Those are the best people. And when you see what's on the other side, you're going to be like, holy smokes. And you'll just embrace it consistently. So you have to allow yourself to get there and it's okay if you're not ready to get there quite yet. That's okay too. It's just understand that when you're sitting in comfort, you stop your growth 
And so as long as you're okay with where you are today, um, then you should not worry about being uncomfortable. But if you want more and you want to push yourself there, get out of your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. Great. Mm -hmm. Uncomfortable. Love it. Um, how do you think, how do you think people can prove themselves that coaching actually works? How can they get their mind around that it works before investing in it and investing their time and money in, in, in the, in a coaching program? Yeah. I mean, I can, you know, you just look at the results we have, like, I mean, the results are substantial. I mean, there are so many statistics out there that show that coaching works. Um, and again, it's based on your participation and the coach's participation. It's a meeting in the middle. So to be honest with you, I, I would say outside people who aren't coached, I would give them at least 60% less um, than those who are coached. So I would say they're, you know, my, our coaching clients are out producing uh, by a landslide. I mean, there's not even a question. I'm being nice saying they're 60% more productive than others. And that includes our corporate clients as well. We have, we have tons of corporations that we work with. And I would honestly say that the, even the corporations, we're seeing just massive returns, massive returns. So when you look at it, you've got to break it down and go, let's take a look at, you know, what is, what is our money holding accountable for? So how much is coaching? Again, our coaching is like one, one check, one check for the year, one sale, like literally. So you have to kind of look at that and say to yourself, you know what, what's the return on that? How much more are we making? What else are we doing? So it's, it, you know, we just helped uh, one of our coaching clients, um, uh, the number one uh, producer in all of Miami. And uh, you know what, that individual is well over 12 to $13 million of GCI so far this year. And their best year previously was under a million. So wow. you look at her. Yeah. You look at a result like that and you go, okay, <laughs> it's a no brainer, but you also have to understand. I want to be very crystal clear. I am one of the most aggressive coaches in the industry. So it, you know, coming from that perspective, we don't, I personally oversee, even though we have 500 clients, I personally look at everybody's production and I'm really serious. If, if somebody is not pulling their weight in production, we'll make changes immediately. So it's very serious to us. And um, when you look at something like that, then you can look at coaching and say, what's the return? It's 60 to 80% um, at least better than those who are not in coaching. That's amazing. Yep. Um, so, so really, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess a track record for whoever they're looking into, obviously, is one thing that they can actually do. Mm -hmm. um, if, if they've been around for some period of time, then I'm sure they must have success. Um, you, you would think so. Um, yes and no. A couple things you want to ask is you want to ask how many hours somebody has coached. That is, a, that is one question we don't ever, ever hear enough. And coaching hours is one of the most biggest indicators, okay? So you can have a lot of coaching clients who are successful, but a really, a top tier coach is going to have over 10,000 coaching hours. We're, like myself, I'm a full-time coach, and I would say just in, in my career, I'm running at about 15,000 plus coaching hours. So there's really nothing that, you know, the pattern in my brain, how I coach, how I can push people through it, what I can do on a 30 minute call is substantial compared to somebody who, if you're asking somebody, they could be a coach for five years, but maybe they were a part-time coach or they'd only had one client for five years, in which case they're probably only going to have under a thousand hours of coaching hours. Billable coaching hours is the number one question you want to ask a coach. How many build, because the word coach is being used very loosely. So just ask how many billable coaching hours they've had. And then that'll tell you what kind of person you're really getting as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. 
Yeah, it's a very, very overlooked point in the coaching industry. And I think it'll be a very important question with people moving forward, um, especially like some of the coaching clients, like we just um, overtook a couple of uh, coaching clients from another company and, and they were saying, oh, you know what? I said, did you ever ask your coach how many hours that they coach? And they're like, no. And I said, they go, I just assume my coach had a lot of experiences. Eh, you really should look at the hours. And also somebody who's really successful at sales may not be a very good coach. Quite often they're not. So again, you could have somebody who's really excellent at sales, but if they don't know how to coach, that's very difficult, like very, very difficult. So if you get somebody and they're like, yeah, I've, you know, I've built this uh, massive team and it's amazing and it's awesome. And then you're like, okay, great. So you're definitely going to be able to coach me. Not really. That's not the case because there's a lot of things that are involved in coaching. So hours of coaching, very important. I agree. Mm -hmm. Marianne, what's next for you then? Oh gosh, what's next? What's next for me? I mean, you know, first of all, we we're, we want to raise the bar. I had a great experience last week being surrounded in a uh, in a luxury real estate firm. I was speaking at and I, I would say that um, you know what really got me was I, I you know I slapped myself in the face and I said you know we we've built so fast and so much like and you guys can attest to your own personal growth when you build fast it's very difficult you miss a lot of things and so what we've really decided just based on last week is that we want to surround ourselves with the best clients and we open the door um quite wide and we want to build something that's why we're sticking with canadian made so we want to build something that's that's elite and so we've kind of looked at that and we've realized that you know, we have to be more focused on building the most elite coaching company in the entire industry. And, and that's important. And I got that glimpse last week. And I thought, wow, you know, we could raise the bar a lot more. So we're going to, we're going to make some changes that we think are really important. The other thing um, is, is that we're starting Girl Abundance and Girl Abundance is really important to us. And Girl Abundance is our biggest project. We want to be in alignment with a lot of what millennials want right now. And what millennials want is they've taught us. Um, and we're very grateful to have so many of them in our company is that they've taught us that there is a lot more to just building other people's successes at, at our level of contribution back to the world and our imprint that we leave in this world is far more important than anything that we've focused on before. So we're creating girl abundance and we're going to start with that. And, um, we actually have a, a secret, uh, launch out in June and we're not going to say who we're having dinner with until we launch it and get the, the but this person is going is, um, we're just so darn lucky. It's going to be a big, big, big surprise. Um, however, we're just really in alignment with making a difference in this world. And Girl Abundance is going to be our project where we give back to uh, young women um, in the business community that have had tough goes, um, maybe single moms who, you know, have no opportunity to support or pay for coaching. And um, we've created a team of some of the top entrepreneurs in, in the world who, um, in different fields, so accounting, social media, marketing, um, so many of the most top uh, businesswomen in the world who are going to volunteer and give their time back in a mentorship program to young businesswomen in the world. And we are going to, um, we're going to help them build their own companies and we're going to create a movement based on it. And we're going to give opportunity to people who otherwise um, either don't have enough people believing in them or they can't afford to. And we're going to uh, blow it up.
So, and, and that's going to be our contribution to give back to this world. And it's going to start off with that branch and hopefully expand into something far bigger. So we're very excited about that. So, and that's pulling off a lot of, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today without the support and help of some of the best people, um, including yourselves. And I just wouldn't be where I am today without that. So uh, we want to be able to give back to those who maybe don't have that type of support in the world. And I think it's going to be very powerful. That sounds amazing. Yeah, we're excited. We're, we're more excited about who we're going to launch out um, in June. I, I think it's going to be a big, uh, it's going to be big. I tell you that much. Yay. I can't stop smiling. I'm very excited. <laughs> very excited. Thanks. Oh, so. right there. Is there somewhere, is there somewhere, is there somewhere people can go to learn more about that? Yeah, um, so we're going to be launching, so follow us, um, you know, follow us on our Instagram, so Marianne Gillespie underscore coach um, on Instagram, and we're going to start to do the teasers in about two weeks, and the official launch is going to be happening uh, middle of June, so we're going to, uh, we're flying down to, uh, to meet, greet, and uh, put this all together in the next couple weeks, and so the full official announcement will be middle of June, so yeah, if anybody... We're not going to segregate um, to uh, the mentors being women or men. We're just actually, we're leaning on a lot of our coaching clients and we're going to lean on you guys too. So you are going to lean on whoever we can to say, listen, how can you help us? So we'll probably lean on you guys to say, is there anything that you guys are willing to help us with to help build some future uh, investors? Or maybe it might be helping with, you know, where people should be investing their money. So we're going to, we're going to lean on everybody. So if you're interested in being one of the mentors, that's amazing. It's not going to be a huge commitment, but it is going to be powerful. And if you're interested in learning more about what we're going to be doing, the official announcement will be posted on our Instagram in the next two weeks. So we're very excited about that. And did I miss it? Did you say what your Instagram is? Yeah, it's maryann.gillespie underscore coach. So coach, and that's my Instagram. That's my Instagram handle. And so you'll start to see all the stuff come out in the next two weeks. Awesome. Okay. So uh, anyone who didn't catch that, just go over to the website. You can click on um, on the episode with Marianne and find all of her info in the show notes. So I just want to thank you again very, very much for taking time. I know how super busy you are. So we really do appreciate you sharing all of this stuff with us. I think this is amazing. It's going to help people change the way they think, which is one of the most important things. It's you the know, most we, important thing, really, right? At absolutely. The end of the day. Like we talked about that last week or last episode with Corey as well. This yeah, is, it really, it really, thing. really works into what we're doing as uh, real estate entrepreneurs, you know? It really does. And if you really understand it, it's, it all starts. You can do anything you want to do in this world. So whatever is in your head, the thought is there because you're supposed to do something with it. So the more you, you hear something in your head telling you you should be doing something, that is the universe telling you they've planted this in your head because you are the person who's capable of doing it. So don't ignore it. Really listen to it. And, you know, it's scary as heck, right? And that's where we come in is to say, listen, we know it's scary. We know getting to the next, next level is going to be uncomfortable, scary, and the ride is not guaranteed. But that idea and that thought and that vision is in your head because of a reason. It's not there just purely because you have a random thought. It is literally there because you have the ability to build something or do something substantial in this world. So don't look back and regret that you didn't take the, choice, the chance and believe in yourself. And if you don't have anybody believing in yourself, that's also where we come in. You know what? We believe in you and we want to build you guys to the next level. That's why we're there. So very important to surround yourself with those type of people. So listen to those thoughts. They're important. 
Oh, I need an audience applause button. Where is it? <laughs> I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sandy, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, info at mckrealsnetwork.com or 289-389-6846. And if anyone would like to reach out to me, have a chat with me about what's going on over here in the Durham area, you can reach me at rob at mrbreakthrough.ca. Well, thank you everybody for listening. And if you're going to take something away from today's show, I think that the, that the main thing is really um, to get yourself around those successful people who you want to be like and, and get yourself around people that can teach you how to get there. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll, and we'll, we'll hear you and see you next time. Awesome. Bye guys. <laughs>